Welcome to the 2023 Foggy Awards. This is the Fear of God podcast second annual award ceremony recognizing achievement in horror storytelling. What most award shows glaringly overlook, we choose to elevate, recognize, and celebrate. Last year's best picture winner went to James Wan's Malignant, but who will take home the top prize today is anyone's guess. Here at The Fear of God, we explore. We don't explain, except for right now when I explain that you can find all the holy and the horrific you could shake a severed limb at over at thefearofgodpodcast.com, such as how to support us on Patreon. And well, there he is, my brother in arms, your favorite co-host with the most, Reed Lackey. Reed, welcome to the big show, my friend. Hello, hello. And I just you, want you to Yeah. Yo, what? Tell me. Yeah, I I just want you to be mindful to keep my name out of your effing mouth, okay? <laughs> just, just be mindful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful <laughs> that you can't actually slap me because we're in a digital interface. Uh but okay. you you, right, you can throw the little fair zoom enough. hand emoji up and I'll I will recoil as though Okay. ferociously right. slapped by you. Okay. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. All of that to say, I'm very excited. I'm excited well, to be here. This I, is a now that you made that joke, all bets are off, and I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I'm also excited <laughs> because the sponsors for our show today, several of whom are in attendance with us right now, are our patrons. That's right. We can't do what we do every week at The Fear of God without our awesome patrons, fellow explorers who help us make The Fear of God the best podcast it can be. Patron support is what helps us keep improving and refining the show and having amazing patron-only events like Fogoween, our annual Halloween party, uh, as well as our semi-monthly happy hour horror hangouts and this here award show, The Foggies. If you enjoyed today's presentation, our weekly deep dives into cinema's darkest spaces, we'd invite you to join the best and most thoughtful horror film community on the internet and become a patron. Explore the tiers over the website to see how you can get cool swag, participate in other online meetups, and possibly be a presenter at next year's Foggies. Speaking of becoming a patron, as mentioned, we have a number of our patrons here with us today. Patrons, I am going to call you by name and have you quickly share where you're joining us today from. Number one on the list, Mr. Matt Murray. Matt, where do you hail from today? Hello, I'm in Fort Meade, Maryland currently. <laughs> Wonderful. That was, a, that was great. Thank you for that. Uh, Ernst Mantler, where are you calling in from today? I'm calling from the beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And uh, oh. yeah, bonjour. Canada, eh? Yeah. Andrew Nelson, where are you calling us in from today? Well, hello. Uh, I am calling in uh, live from Holland, Michigan. Holland, That's, Michigan. Thank you. <laughs> Man, I got to keep moving. Uh, Vera Gowdy, where are you calling in from today? Hey. I'm calling from Toronto adjacent Canada. Hmm. Is that formally what your region is called? Toronto adjacent? Uh, just nobody knows anything outside of Toronto. So Toronto adjacent to Toronto. That's where I live. Okay. We can work with that. 
Drew Passanen, where are you at today, sir? Darkest greetings, everybody. And I am recording here in Arkansas. Arkansas. Love it. Jacob Sane, what about you, sir? Where are you from? Boy, howdy. I'm calling in from Mountain Grove, Missouri, and I'm excited to be here and complain about some awards. <laughs> awesome. awesome. We, we might get to that. Abby Doosnap, where are you at today? Oh, I am from the beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado. Colorado. Love it. I've not actually been to Colorado, but I want to go. Dave Courtney, where are you calling in from today? Winnipeg, Canada. Wonderful. Another Winnipegger. Um, okay. So we're, before we get to the awards, I got a couple questions for a couple of you. Um, so just to kind of, you know, let, let the, let the listeners get to know you a little bit, a little, little, uh, conversation about some of these films we're talking about today. So Abby, I'm coming to you first. So we've got, an, we've got 10 categories today. Um, I'm curious from you, did these nominations of, of any category of any film, did it prompt you to see anything for the first time? And if so, what was your take on what you saw? I hadn't seen the black phone until, okay. um, until the nominations came out. Um, when the Quarterly Queens episode came out with the top 10 horror films mm -hmm. um, and the black phone was out on it, obviously, I was like, oh, well, I meant to see that one when it came out and I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. So I watched it and <clears throat> was excited when it came to the specific yet non-specific location of North Denver, um, <laughs> which is about 75 miles from me. Oh, wow. So that's yeah. pretty close. And so I was like, oh, I kind of know where that is. And so there was some kind of references like in the baseball jerseys. I was like, okay, that's familiar to me. That tracks, that tracks. So that was kind of fun. Awesome. That, that could also be a little creepy too. Like, huh. It was. It was uh... <laughs> Not too far from him. The Black Phone, yes, got a lot of nominations today. A lot of love for the Black Phone. Um, Jacob Sane, good sir, my blazered twin here. Um, yes, you know, you're you're a sports guy. You're you're you, you love to chime in with the sports references. So I'm I'm curious from you, who you're rooting for today? What is the category and or possible film you want to see take home a win? Let's see. Uh... In the interest of the whole sports theme, I do want the Northmen to win as many awards as it can. I know okay. it's not for a few. Uh, it's got some competitive gaming in that movie. It does. Yes. I was just blown away by the Northmen. So whatever it wins, I'm backing it. It's got headless people. It's got ghosts. It's got all the good stuff. It's got everything. Volcanoes, naked men. What more yeah. could you ask? Not much, really. I mean, if you want it, the Northman's got it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, Drew, sir, um, I want to know what of, pick one, okay, what film that got nominated today would you really want people to see? Um, Probably Pearl, because um, I think it really gives you a better understanding of the movie X. Uh, mm, it's a really Pearl, powerful yep. film with a really powerful lead performance um, through um, with Mia Goth. Yeah, um, really love your discussion on on um, on both of those films. Uh, I thought that was um, yeah. pretty um, pretty an interesting insight on it. Um, and then the mom, uh, Pearl's mom, was was excellent in the movie too. He did, he did not get that credit because everybody talked about Goth. 
yeah those are those are those are some they're totally jacked up but those are some special films uh yeah. that might be a weird thing to say about movies like that but that's what i feel um thank you for that drew lastly uh miss vera gaudi today of these films which um do you think either a film that did not get nominated that you wished had or a film that did get nominated that you wish had gotten a little more love um i might be the only person who liked this movie as much as i did but it's a movie that didn't get nominated and i am a sucker for stop motion animation wendell and mm. wild i wish got a little bit more love last year mm-hmm. I, yeah i did not see that one yeah, yeah see maybe that's right <laughs> mm. yeah, great See, we should, as we go, if there's like a new category you want to propose for the Foggies next year, feel free to, to put that in the suggestion box. We can make it happen. My, my brother Reed, why don't you uh, launch us into our first presentation of the night? Oh, is it time to give out an award? I'm very excited. Okay, so we are going to kick things off. We have 10 awards to give out tonight, okay? And I'm going to begin with the award for the best scare in the jump category. A little bit of context. Last year, we just did best scare. And when we did that, uh, Matt Murray, I believe, was the one on, on last year's Foggy Awards who pointed out, said, well, these scares are kind of a mix of jump and dread, and there's a different kind of scares. And so, you know what? We were like, we'll give out two separate awards. So we are going to give out, we had specific nominees uh, for best scare uh, in the jump category. So um, last year's winner for the best scare was a tie between St. Maud with uh, the Amanda transformation patient freak out and malignant when basically all hell breaks loose in the jail cell. Um, so uh, to present for us the nominees for uh, best scare jump is our one and only Matt Murray. So Matt, what got nominated this year for jump scare? Thanks, Reed. Uh, so number one, we've got Mama bust through the wall from Barbarian. Uh, excuse me, <clears throat> ma, ma. Uh, bust the wall for barbarian. Uh, <laughs> next, we got fall from the balcony, uh, aka worst babysitter ever from Halloween Ends. Uh, next mm-hmm. up, we've got session tape from Smile, and uh, also from Smile, we have Sister by the Car, uh, the most obvious jump scare that still somehow gets you every time. And finally, we have <laughs> the mess from the menu. R.I.P. Jeremy Loudon. Um, so. Uh, Abby, uh, I'm going to come to you for a little bit. What uh, what do you think about these jump scares? Uh, which of these do you hope wins? Did you see all these films? What do you think? Um, I didn't see all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the one I'm rooting for the most is the smile sister by the car scare. Ooh. That noodle neck is but get you, I think. Noodle neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll own it. That moment, I, I came out of my seat. I, it, to Matt's point, it's big. It's, it, they telegraph it a mile away, but it got me. Definitely got me. Well, let's uh, let's find out what happens. So, so Matt, uh, kill the suspense for us. What is the winner of the best scare in the jump category? Okay, the winner for the best jump scare is. The mess from the menu. Ooh, there it is. There it is. Jeremy Loudon is. will leave a legacy, as a matter of fact, <laughs> here at the Fear of God. <laughs> not, not in any way he anticipated, but yes, indeed. Nope. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for that, Abby and Matt. Yes, our next uh, award for the evening is a brand new one this year. It is that of Best 
series. We do a lot of feature film coverage here, but really wanted to honor, uh, honestly, in part because at last year's Foggy's Midnight Mass had a strong showing and really wanted to be sure that we were uh, uh, allowing the possibility of series to enter the uh, conversation as well. So announcing the nominees and to present the award for best series is your top fog, Reed Lackey. Reed, what are the nominees for best series? So, uh, first up, we have, uh, I believe, a miniseries, or I don't know if it was originally intended to be a miniseries, um, Archive 81, I believe a Netflix original. Also a Netflix original, definitely an anthology, is Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. And then also, we have the M. Night Shyamalan-helmed Servant, but specifically Season 3. That's a multi-season show. Season 3 got nominated this year. Um, Stranger Things, as well, a multi-season show, got nominated for Stranger Things Season 4. And then also, Wednesday, another Netflix original, uh, their inaugural season. Season 1 of Wednesday got nominated. So, uh, yeah, quite the diverse lineup. It is. It is, in fact. Matt Murray, uh, tell me a little, my friend, uh, what of these series are you really hoping wins? I know you're a big uh, Stranger Things forehead, so not to be confused with a stranger forehead. What about my forehead? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you have any strong opinions on these uh, uh, candidates this year for best series? Uh, yeah, I wish I could give it to Stranger Things, but it's just such a uneven uh, season and... Uh just overlong bit bloated and that finale uh left a lot to be desired so for me uh, it's got to be cabinet of curiosities i think it just uh just really brought back some twilight zone tales from the dark side vibes for me that i grew up with and so uh just a perfect uh anthology series awesome awesome thank you for that uh well reed look you're keeping us in suspense what is the winner of best series for the 2023 foggy award all right the winner of the first ever award for best series, the Foggy Award goes to Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, perhaps worth noting. Yeah, perhaps worth noting. This was a very, very close race. It was neck and neck, but uh, Cabinet of Curiosities eked out the win. So, uh, well, yes, I feel like you just congratulations like, prompted the question of what was it in heavily competition with. Uh, giving a little bit of love back to, to, to Matt, but also acknowledging kind of the unevenness stranger things Four. stranger things mm-hmm. Four was got a lot of love there, but cabinet of curiosities ultimately won out in the voting. So, uh, so yeah, the first foggy award for best series goes to cabinet of curiosities, which I did That's love, awesome. by the way, it's wonderful. Yeah. I got to get back to that one. Um, I enjoyed, yeah, I actually have watched a couple of them and really enjoyed them. Just time is time, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so next category that gets an award for today is best writing last year's award for best writing went to the horror comedy video game adaptation of all things werewolves within quite the funny film uh announcing the nominees and presenting the award this year is mr dave courtney dave do us a favor and share what the nominees are in this category and then Reed, i'm coming to you to ask you a question so what are the nominees dave for best writing all right the nominees for best writing are Scott Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill for The Black Phone, Vanessa Winter and Joseph Winter for Deadstream, Seth Rice and Will Tracy for The Menu, Jordan Peele for Nope, and James Vanderbilt and Guy Buzik for Scream. Awesome. 
Thank you, Dave. Uh, Reed, I'm not going to ask you the question what you hope wins, because that feels a bit biased and unfair here. But I am curious, as uh, uh, one with a very particular writer sensibility, which of these mm. particular candidates had the most impact on you? Or, or, or did you think, huh, that I really like uh, the structure and the style and the writing of that one? No, I, I appreciate that question, actually. I, I would say, honestly, one of the things that so I was, I'll make two comments, highlight two small films here. I was appreciative of Deadstream getting some, some writing love here because I feel like that script had a really good blend of comedy. I also wonder how much of it was born just improvisationally of them just being in the moment and sure. kind of reacting to things. So, so that's kind of interesting. But on our episode, we highlighted like all of those little social media scrawls that they have. Mm -hmm. um, th those all had to be scripted and they were some of the funniest Hilarious. parts of the movie. They were really, really funny. Um, so so definitely loved that one. Um, but I really think all of these are really strong candidates. Um, I, I feel like the one that had the most impact on me directly would probably be the menu. Um, I feel like that one uh, was a really sharp, smart script um, that captivated me, kept me guessing. I, I wasn't quite sure exactly where it was going. I knew it was going somewhere bad, but I didn't know exactly where it was going to go. So its unpredictability really resonated a lot with me. But then I also resonated with the sort of the spiritual considerations of things like the black phone. And I think Jordan Peele is just an excellent craftsman. So I love his script as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, very curious to see uh, how this shakes up, but I loved all these entries. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Uh, speaking of sharing, Mr. Courtney, will you please read us what's in the envelope? All right. And the winner is Seth Rice and Will Tracy for the menu. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Look at there. Uh, awesome. I'm sure there was no, I'm sure there was no ballot stuffing on Reed's part. Uh, <laughs> next award. Okay. Uh, so we're actually going to pivot now to an award we did give out last year for production design. Um, last year, production design, a lot of the nominees were for folks that uh, didn't get love elsewhere. That's not quite the case this year. Um, so last year, production design went to the Green Knight, uh, but here announcing this year's award is our very own Ernst Mettler. So Ernst, what are the nominees for production design this year? The nominees are The Black Phone, Nope, The Northman, Pearl and Prey. Ooh. Very, very nice. Um, so those are some really, really hefty nominees. Dave, uh, I know this is uh, something that you're pretty attuned to, uh, the general aesthetic and craft that goes into a film. What, uh, what do you hope of these wins production design? Uh, this is actually a pretty tough one, even though I think I, I land pretty decidedly on the Northman. I mean, I mm. think um, to me, that's just on and working on another level in terms of um, the design and the scope of the set and um, just what went into kind of reimagining the history of all of that. But I mean, between the other, the only one that I might uh, might pass over is the black phone, but mm. all of the other ones have their own strengths in their own way. Like Pearl is uh just uh, wonderfully um, imagined <laughs> just uh, with all its color and its mix of um, uh, kind of a, a fantastical, but kind of real world setting and then pray. Um, it's just another, you know, another kind of film kind of bringing 
bringing to life kind of more something a little bit ancient and um but yet still you know quite impressive in the design and obviously there's no which uh i think i would not be surprised if that one took it either so, mm-hmm. the uh this is the design is a big part of the storytelling in that film um for sure so, yeah no I, I i absolutely agree i feel like these are these are all very different looks which is which is pretty pretty interesting um well, Ernst, uh, let's kill the suspense. What is this year's winner for the Foggy for production design? The winner by a landslide is the Northman. Whoa! <laughs> nice, very nice. Honestly, that is uh, extremely well deserved. Film, yeah, yeah. It's just stunningly designed. I think. I think that that is a. If there was going to be a landslide victory, I think that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> for it because yeah the northman is just really outstanding um well now we have come to the time where we're going to give out the award for the best supporting performance of the year this is a returning category from last year uh last year the award went to zach guilford for midnight mass uh and announcing this year's nominees and presenting the award is our uh, very own mr nathan rouse so nathan what are the nominees in the category for supporting performance that's a great question read uh permit me to look up real quick because i uh <laughs> was not prepared uh so uh the the nominees for best supporting performance at this year's foggies are mr ethan hawk for the black phone uh uh newcomer madeline mcgraw also for the black phone rory kinnear and rory kinnear and rory kinnear and rory kinnear at all for men ray fines for the menu and jamie campbell bauer for stranger things four so uh no th- thank you very much for sharing those nominees ernst what you uh what you think about these nominees here uh, you know who do you who do you hope wins for supporting performance I mean, I have a love affair with the movie The Menu. Uh, it's one of those movies where it just, the blend of comedy and just pure terror I had watching that in the theater makes me just absolutely have to go with Ray Fiennes. Like, he had a beautiful blend of being reserved, but yet ultimately just mm. terrifying. So I, I have no choice but to hope that he wins. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Nathan, I, I think, let's see, does, is Ernst Hope's going to come true or will it be someone else? Uh, why don't you tell us who won the best supporting performance for this year? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the best supporting performance for the Foggy at the Foggy's 2023 goes to Ray Fines for the menu. Oh, yeah. Ernst, we're so happy for you. Voldemort and himself wins an award. That's right. He who must not be named. That's awesome. No, that's that's very very fantastic. It's great. Um, so uh, we're we're going to get into a little bit more like a round robin discussion here very briefly. Um, but before we do, I did want to take a very brief moment, um, as we did last year, to to just tip the hat, uh, pour a cold one out for some of the people in the fog canon of films that we have covered who we lost this past year since the last foggy awards there's a few names that i had found out there may be others i apologize if i missed anybody but these definitely stood out to me uh this past year since the last foggy awards we lost david warner who starred in the omen and uh the version of the christmas carol starring george c scott that we covered we also lost james Kahn, 
who starred in Misery. We also lost Wolfgang Peterson, who directed The NeverEnding Story that we had covered. We also lost Louise Fletcher, who co-starred in Firestarter, but was a really prolific actress in her own right elsewhere. Most recently, we lost Lance Reddick, who had voice, uh, had played a voice, uh, I believe, of the captain in Castlevania, but was more known for Lost and most recently the John Wick films. And we also lost Joe Turkle, who was the bartender at uh, in the film Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. So just wanted to take a brief moment and uh, and and tip the hat to all of those that we all of the members of the Fog Canon that we lost this year. Um, and so uh, with that in mind, uh, we're now going to go to kind of a, a kind of back into we've seen some awards given out. We've seen some nominees uh, uh, been been announced. But uh, Andrew Nelson, I am curious, sir, was there anything in this list that you had not seen that you saw because it was nominated or maybe you saw because we covered it or something? What's what's something that we've pushed you to see? Dead stream. <laughs> oh, Deadstream. it was amazing. Deadstream. I think That's awesome. it was amazing. It was great. Yeah. That is a best. very fun movie. Yeah. That is a it very was so fun. fun. I, I think about it often and I, I, and I have revisited it purely because like, I just need a few minutes of levity and I just need like a little bit of fun. So I'll just skip to a couple of scenes in that film. It is, it is so, so delightful. I always just think of the guy saying, Mildred. And that just makes me smile. That's all I got. <laughs> Reed, what's the what's the line you commented on from the conversation about the grenade? No, holy water. <laughs> holy water is bullshit. Is that what it is? No, no, no. It's garlic. He was like, garlic. He holds up gar- He holds up garlic because he's trying to get the monster to go away from. Him. He's like, ha, ha, garlic. And then he takes a beat and he's just like, garlic is bullshit. god that cracked me up i had to pause the movie that that whole line cracked me up so much um so um matt murray question for you sir uh are there any of these particular nominations that you would really encourage people to see you're like man not enough people see these movies uh, or not enough people see this movie is there anything in here you'd really champion and say hey everybody should watch this uh, not to copy Andrew, but, uh, I think Deadstream. I think, uh, I didn't really know much about mm. it till the episode and you guys got me to check it out too. And I just really enjoyed it. So everything else I feel like was pretty, uh, mainstream, but that one, uh, I think is underappreciated and un- unknown. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love it. I tell as many people as I can about it. I think I've recommended that film to like half a dozen people, just casual conversation, just like, yeah, you're looking for some fun, schlocky B movie hilarity. Check this movie out. It's and really, it, it shouldn't really work. Totally it's true. just like this, this dumb guy just filming himself being dumb, but it, it works. I don't know. It, it just works. <laughs> I feel that way most weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's so great. Some dumb guy about filming himself being dumb. Wow. <laughs> um hey dave i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to you um we have a few awards obviously left in the night uh what is is there anything in particular that you think will win or that you deeply believe should win of some of the categories we got some biggies coming up picture director everything what uh what do you think um i i have to think that uh Mia Goth is going to run away with it. Um, mm, <laughs> maybe I'm going to be completely mm. off on that front, but um, for her performance in Pearl, of course, 
Um, I also feel like Jordan Peele is going to take director, but um, mm-hmm. I uh, just looking over that list. I, um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to locate where Nope might take something. I think it. I feel like mm-hmm. it needs to take something. And yeah, uh, sure, I hear you. That is where I think um, he might pull through, or, or has the biggest chance of pulling through. Well, you you okay. did call production design, Dave, a minute ago. So who knows? Your prognostications may uh, bear some fruit here. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Um, Ernst, real quick before we jump back into the categories, um, is there anything that you saw this year that you feel? should have either gotten more nominations or, uh, you know, didn't get, get into any nominations, didn't get enough. Ah, cool boy. Uh, I know I'm going to be uh, one note on this, but I like, I literally think the menu <laughs> got nominations <laughs> in every category because I don't know. Yeah. Just the whole tone and feel of the movie was just like from start to beginning end. And also the experience of the theater that I was in was just fantastic. Like people mm. were literally laughing at, you know, at the moments where you should be laughing, but I could, I saw a lady beside me who was literally, you know, <laughs> biting her nails during, uh, even during the, like the mess scene or whatever. And it, yeah, yeah just the interactions I had with people in the theater was, yeah, made that movie just, yeah. So anyways, yeah, it's definitely the movie that I 100% recommend to every single person that I talk to that says, what movie sure. should I see from here? And I would say 100% the menu. So yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Could have the menu in my opinion, but yeah. No, that's uh that's totally understood and received. I'm going to piggyback a bit on that question for myself. Like Pearl got a lot of love early on, but rewatching X I, I, my esteem for X gained profoundly. And what's, what's really interesting is I don't want to take any love away from Pearl because I still think between the two films, Pearl is my, is my favorite of them. But my appreciation for X has grown that I'm like, I would have loved to have seen X get some more nominations. Uh, I feel like that's a film that rewards revisiting it. Um, at least it did for me. So, uh, well, Ty West, I think he, the way he was able to have two distinct films, but yet mm-hmm. have a very common thread between the two of them is just amazing to me. Like a, yeah. he was able to find that heart in both films, but yet stylistically completely different. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, um, Let's get back into some more nominations. We have a handful more that we're going to uh, dole out today. As we had mentioned early on uh, in the show, we split the best scare category this year. So we've already announced the winner of best jump scare. Uh, Congratulations to Ernst Mandler's uh, fandom and to the menu for uh, the mess winning best jump scare. But we also have nominees in the category of best scare dread and announcing the nominees and our winner for that is going to be our very own andrew nelson so andrew what got nominated for best scare dread and the nominees are uh measuring the basements from barbarian the grabber's van pulling up in front of each boy in the black phone the aliens in the barn from nope and Sheriff Hicks' call from Scream and the creation of Vecna from Stranger Things 4. 
Ooh, interesting. So, okay, Nathan, mm-hmm. you have lots of opinions about lots of things. Um, <laughs> these, yeah. so this, this is this is a new category for us. This this uh-huh. dread scare category, and I and I know you love you some dread. Which which of these scares had uh, had an impact on you? Which of these which of these really got under your skin? Uh Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an, I'm going to share an opinion here. So, uh, I just rewatched all of the screams, um, in prep for six, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, I, I do think the Hicks call is, is pretty, I, I like five scream five a lot. Um, I think that particular scene mm-hmm. is really strong. Um, it wouldn't have been my first pick, but I want to, I want to tip my hat to it. What would have been my first pick the first time I saw the first five minutes of this scene. You like how I phrase that? was the aliens in the barn and nope the first time you see nope Mm. that scene is dreadful i mean Mm. it is just skin crawling um i do think once nope reveals itself that scene loses a lot of its power of that power Mm. even though i do deeply love the film so i'm actually going to go for um uh justin long measuring the basement and barbarian because and i thought about this you know that i'm such a fan of that film and how it does old horror tropes in new ways. And to me, that sequence of just, it it's a new version of, I'm just gonna go down and see the thing, right? That, that we, the viewer know, yeah. okay, there's something wrong afoot, but there's an oblivious character engaging in a stupid behavior. What's right. so good about how it's done in Barbarian is it's so character driven right? That just this continual dragged out moment of this dude measuring <laughs> the square footage and thinking he's got something on his hands. And we know as a viewer, something terrible is, is around. Uh, and so there's just such a great turning that convention on its head uh, and such a great sort of sustained, uh, you know, dread might even be the wrong word there, but that's what I'm going to apply to it. This, this, sustained sense of an oblivious character dooming themselves by their obliviousness so i'm mm-hmm, gonna pick mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pick that one okay all right well we know how nathan feels about it how did the how did the uh, voters feel about it andrew reveal the winner for best scare dread and the winner is the aliens in mm. the barn there you go from nope See, what's really funny mm. is those of you on this uh, presentation, on this award ceremony will know, <laughs> I kept myself, speaking of obliviousness, I couldn't remember what was <laughs> the winner anyway, so I wasn't <laughs> speaking out of any bias at all. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's funny. Okay. So, speaking of obliviousness, it's my turn. Uh, so, next category uh, that we're going to award something to is going to be best lead performance. Uh, last year's award for best lead performance. Goodness gracious. I love this man. I love this character. Let's give it to him again. Can we do that? Can we just call an audible and say, we're going to award it to him again? <laughs> sure. Or yes. And the well, award again Link- goes to. Yes. Hamish Linklater for Midnight Mass. Um, so here to present the nominees and winner for this year's best lead performance is Vera Gowdy. Vera, who are our nominees today? The nominees are Anya Taylor Joy. Anya yep. Taylor Joy, that's her name. From the menu, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Uh-huh. Why did you guys give me the names that are hard to say? Uh, nope. 
uh, Kiki Palmer from Nope as well, Alexander Sarsgaard from The Northman, and Mia Goth from Pearl. Thank you for <laughs> for struggling for my way through that. Sharing those <laughs> nominees, very yes, <clears throat> Andrew Nelson, sir. I am curious. Okay, so we've got uh, all ATJ, some Kaluuya love, some Palmer love, some Skarsgård, some Mia Goth. Mm-hmm. What of these nominees do you hope wins the the award tonight? Okay, some, some powerhouses. There is uh, Alexander Skarsgård is great. Yep. I still okay. Don't at me right now, please. You could. We don't. I still, I still haven't seen Pearl. Ooh, I gotta okay. see it. Oh, wow. I take it back. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I regret everything. Uh, is, is the fog even real? Um, I, uh, I'm a fucking. Don't slap me. Okay. Um, so okay. So yes. I. But going off Mia Goth's performance in her in Axe, I saw Axe. Saw it like twice. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> But I didn't have the context of Pearl for it. So what does it say about me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. So- I think Mia Goth. Let's have her win. She's great. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. I love go. that you you launched into like, don't everyone be mad at me for not watching Pearl. Okay. That's that's fine. It is what it is. But then you let you follow that up with, but I watched X twice. <laughs> You're like, okay. Why didn't Pearl you? Pearl wasn't out yet. Well, okay, that's that's fair, but still go. a little bit, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> then it came yeah. out and I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's still time. There's still time. We'll see. Who knows? Oh, Maybe awesome. you just jinxed it. Um, Vera, what? Uh, who won the award for best lead performance at this year's Foggies? Best lead performance goes to... I got great news for you, Andrew. It's me, I got. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yes. Awesome. Uh that's goodness gracious, what a performance. Um it's unreal. You know, Andrew, maybe you'll get to it at some point and you'll find out. Um, okay. Next award to be presented tonight is that of best director. Last year's award for best director went to Edgar Wright for Last Night in Soho. Here to present the nominees and winner for this year's best director is Drew Passon. And Drew, who are our nominees today? All right, our nominees for Best Director would be Zach Greger for Barbarian, Matt Reeves for The Batman, um, Scott Derrickson for The Blackbone, Ty Rest for Pearl, and Jordan Peele for Note. That's quite a list. That's uh, that's tough. Vera, what do you, what do you think of this list? Do you see these? Do you see all of these? Do you see- yeah, I've seen all yeah. of them. Okay, well, there you go. I I was talking to Reed the other day about how terrible I am at Oscar ballots generally because I vote uh-huh. with my heart instead of my head. And um, the, the Oscars just don't like my heart, quite That's frankly. That's very Canadian of you, and we appreciate yeah. it. Except yeah. for this year. This year, all of my heart winners won, and I was very happy oh, well, with good. that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so my heart really wants Ty West to win. Um, I think he really deserves it for X and especially for Pearl. Um, I think this might be, as Dave said, the category where Jordan Peele might take it because I don't think Nope has has Nope won anything yet. Not yet. No, but um, it, it might won take uh, Best Scare Dread. It oh, won bear, yeah, best yeah, scare just one two seconds ago. One. We yep. talked about it. Yep, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, I so yeah, my head vote is Jordan Peele. My heart vote is Ty West. Okay, my uh, <clears throat> hosting credentials are getting revoked after this episode. Um, <laughs> Drew, why don't you share? 
who won best director for this year's foggy um the best director award would go is gonna go to mr jordan peele for nope so that is two wins thus far wow that's uh two wins for nope is anyone else any other movies got two wins yet Mm, the menu i think the menu won ray fines Fines and and, uh best scare jump yep 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 Mm, so uh okay okay wow menu versus shaping up to be quite a contest here so can i can i do the next one i want to do the next one so uh okay so listen so we have a we have a really fun award it was suggested to us uh, last year that we that we issue because again last year we just had best scare and we split best scare out into jump scares and dread scares but also uh, we had a suggestion that we implement the category of the most that ain't right so we have a that ain't right foggy award to dole out here and we thought That's it's awesome. only fitting uh, that the person who actually recommended that we implement that award be able to announce it. So let me explain a little bit what that ain't right, and then I'm going to pivot over to Jacob. So um, that ain't right is, it, it, for those of you who don't know, and you're just listening to this, is when a moment in a movie is just too gory, gross, or all around, like, get out of here. <laughs> just It ain't right. Anything that makes you stare at your screen, throw things at your screen, run out of the room, makes you think like, <laughs> okay, this I, I can't tolerate any of this. Uh, that Then we call that that it ain't right it just it just ain't right it's not just wrong it ain't right um mm-hmm. so without further ado jacob sane my friend uh thank you for this category and what are the nominees for the first ever foggy for the that ain't right award yeah so with the category i just thought it deserved a foggy because it's consistently the funniest thing you guys do the cringiest <laughs> thing you guys do it's so much fun. I look forward to that and right on every episode. So our nominees awesome. are first, we have the breastfeeding scene from Barbarian. That ain't right. Uh, perpetual birth from men. That ain't right. Either. Third, we have Gordy's massacre from Nope. That ain't right. Next, we have the birthday present from Smile. That ain't right. And our fifth and final nominee. Pearl's bloody seduction of Maxine from X. That ain't is also right. not right. It is not right. Ain't none of those right. We're There's all, so much we're all right cringing going on. and grossed out right now. <laughs> we're just like, why did we agree to do this category? Jacob, why did you read those? I'm so disgusted now. Ah. <laughs> just, you took mind. a year's worth of that ain't rights and packed it into 30 seconds. And now my oh, stomach my is gosh. turning. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay so uh drew i'm i'm coming back to you buddy uh what what of these that ain't right moments do you think was the 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 worst the top what should get the that ain't right award oh it for sure has to go to gordy's massacre um Ooh. i i think with you know um where the world is now with like the internet and whatnot whatnot i'm not sought by too many stuff in movies, this moment truly shocked me. This was like mm. one of the like the few moments in the theater where like you just I just felt like like all the life that died for like a moment when you as soon as you hear that that gunshot, it's like mm. like everybody just went silent and everything leading up to that to that particular moment. I definitely had the nervous poops going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's nope. so awesome. <laughs> oh, it's so great. All right. Well, let's 
Let's see what this shakes up. What is the winner, Jacob, for the first ever That Ain't Right Foggy Award? All right. And the winner, That Ain't Right Foggy, goes to the breastfeeding scene from Barbarian. Ooh. That sure as hell ain't right. That, chair. that ain't. It ain't. Mm-mm. It ain't. I'm going to fast forward that part. Nathan, you were telling to. me the other day that that one was right, though. That scene was like very right. Oh. Yeah. The opposite. <laughs> like, it wasn't not right. It was right. Yeah, yeah. It's so me. right. Yeah, it's so right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sure. I don't want to know about what you guys talk yeah. about if that's what you came just out got of it. Disinvited <laughs> from future foggies, Matt. <laughs> you and your demon Matt's monitor. Like, I've got dirt on the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I make stuff up Strictly on the fly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. I don't know if you've been keeping tabs, but this is the final award of the night. Okay. We are here at the, the coup de gras, the filet mignon. We are at the pinnacle of the awards for this year's foggy season. So um, we are going to give out the best picture. Last year went to James Wan's Malignant, as I'm sure you all remember, as I think we've mentioned before. So here to present this year's nominees and winner for best picture is our very own Abby Doosnap. Abby, what got nominated this year? This year's nominees are Barbarian. Directed by Zach Krager. The Black Phone, directed by Scott Derrickson. The Menu, directed by Mark Mylod. Nope, directed by Jordan Peele. And Pearl, directed by Ty West. This is some stiff competition. Mm-hmm. These are all... Do it, uh, quick, quick round robin. We haven't done this for every category, but we're going to take two minutes here. Are these the best films? Are these the best horror films of the year? I mean, I think... I think they are. Are these, does anybody like, I don't, I don't know of anything that is profoundly missing that I'm like, oh, this really should have been on there. These are, I think these are the five best. What does everybody else think? Dead stream. And <laughs> <laughs> just like dead stream. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to throw in my, the one I've been championing for a good part of 2022, which was the innocence, which mm, didn't get anywhere. In the right. process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I, th- um, I think our conversation yeah. on the show uh, gave me such new found respect for X that it's hard now seeing it absent. I, I, all of mm. these are super, you know, super top tier. But I mean, those, uh, yeah, Ty West pulling off. If he if he can be deliver as smart and savvy and subversive with this third film, that's that's going to be a pretty incredible run. X is really good. Yeah. Yeah. You you would know. <laughs> yes. You saw twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> saw the film twice. For me, right. it's the Northman. I wish Northman was on that list. Oh, Northman is the best. You know, something that might be worth considering, although I don't know because it might split the votes too much. As I, I did, it was hard to keep it at five nominees because mm. it's like there are there are a lot, and and so maybe in future years it might be worth expanding the category to see just for the best picture to see if there's an opportunity to, you know, give a little bit more love. Cause there's, there are, I think if, you know, numbers six through eight in voting would have probably been some of the ones we've mentioned X, the Northman. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's maybe worth considering a little, little, little note I'm making for next year, but we're here at this year and Abby, I think it is time. Why don't you go ahead and kill the suspense and reveal to us what won the 2023 foggy award for best picture. This year's best picture goes to Nope. 
No. (laughs) Nope is the best picture. Wow. What's fun is I'm not feigning surprise. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. That's fantastic. That's really, really cool. Well, everybody, that has been the 2023 Foggy Awards. We want to say congratulations to all of the winners and all of the creatives, especially to Jordan Peele's Nope for pulling out Best Picture. It joins the ranks of James Wan's Malignant in the very rare and uh, now only two films on the shelf of like, these are the best pictures of the year, according to listeners of The Fear of God. So I want to thank you also to all of our presenters for taking their time to attend this year's Foggy Award. To everybody who voted, uh, we did a different uh, uh, approach to voting this year. We did like a ranked style voting. Thank you all for your patience with that and for your uh, assistance and support and uh, for casting your ballots that way. Um, and so uh, to our patrons as well, uh, who see you know what we've always known, that if we look closely enough at what scares us, we just might find what saves us. And uh, speaking of that, before I let you go, if you're listening to this and you'd like to become a patron, uh, it, it's super easy. You can just go to our website. Click on the Patreon page along the top of the homepage, follow the steps there, and you can start uh, joining this little community right away. It's uh, it's really, really fun. Um, and I will emphasize this because we got a lot of nominees at the tail end of, of the awards this year. Uh, if you would like to start submitting right now to Foggies for the 2024 Foggy Awards, you can do that too. You can just go to thefearofgodpodcast.com, click on the banner on the top, and you can submit a nominee in any category. You can submit for a new category. You can submit a suggestion for the award. But anything that you want to see change or uh, you want to make sure gets included in next year's Foggies, go to thefearofgodpodcast.com, follow the banner at the top, and you can submit all year long. We, we don't close it down. So we collect those through the year, and uh, and it's really, really uh, fun. So it's pretty cool. Once more, I want to thank you to everybody who's here. We hope you've had fun. Hope you had a great time. We're really, really thankful that you guys are here and participating. And Nathan, thank you as always. Listeners, thank you as always. And uh, as we say on every episode, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but not the end of the conversation. And in that spirit, we encourage you to fear nothing else and be on your way rejoicing. We will see you next week. Thank you all again. Have a wonderful rest of your day.